Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 2 of the Weekly Nightly Podcast. I'm AJ. I'm Carlo. Hey, guys. This is Eric. And this is Dave. Carlo's real excited about today. I, I'm excited for the hockey season to start. That's true, yeah. but... As of right now, it's still fucking preseason, so calm down until Tuesday. Well, well wait, is there any more preseason games for anybody left? No, no I don't think so. Uh, I was going to say, I didn't think so. Carolina? Waiver wire, yeah, waiver wire went today. Yeah. Um, and no, I mean, we can talk about that. No notables for Vegas, right? Brown, Quinny, and Bayerchi, or however you say his name. Um, yeah. No, no those Eric, that's 13th overall pick. Sven That's right. Something. <laughs> from from like oh, no. oh when, when did he get drafted? Like 2011. 11. Do, okay. do you know if they sent down any of the non waiver people yet or no? Not yet. So because so today the reason why waiver wire had to happen is if you wanted them to be able to be part Sneak of fast. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was. I don't know. There was something in why today mattered. So those non roster players or the the non waiver exempt ones or the waiver exempt ones uh, don't have to be put down today. So you'll see that tomorrow or whatever. You'll see that as they finalize their roster. And one thing just to kick this off, guys, keep in mind their finalized roster tomorrow at whatever time it has to be finalized is most likely not going to be your opening night roster because they are going to have to maximize LTIR. So just if there's a goofy name on there, don't think that that person made the team. It's just so that they can get the most out of LTIR before they start a game. So it's literally a numbers game. Yep. So Marimanov didn't make the team. Well, that's disappointing. If you want to be disappointed in that, <laughs> if you want to be yeah. disappointed in Krabs and all the other ones, just just understand opening night. Until, I guess, morning skate of Tuesday, don't start to make any sort of real, oh, hey, this is going to be this or this is going to be that. You just don't know. Well, and we so, know. Go ahead. So Wa and Carrier are both potentially not going to be healthy for Tuesday, right? Like opening night? I don't think Wah plays opening night. He didn't even – he hasn't even been skating from what we could tell. Mm-hmm. Carrier got a cut on the face. They said stitches, but they haven't said anything beyond that. I'm not confident Carrier would have played if he was healthy on opening yeah. night based on how preseason went for some of the other players. Not necessarily just him, but I, I'm just not – I think he's going to start to fall down and be that 13th forward – unless they're playing a heavier team that they want to check that fourth line. Yeah, I I have the same feeling, too. There's, there are a few players that really got their stock up, and re- I, I feel like, in particular, I thought Peyton Krebs' last three games was really, really good, and I thought uh, that gave him a serious look. And the, the, he get he gets high praises from the coaching staff, too, which, you know, I it could be just like, you know, what What are you supposed to say? You're the coach. You're supposed to hype up your player. But, like, watching his, those last three games, he didn't start the preseason really well. We, we, we've said this in the last podcast where Krebs was invisible for the first few games. But I thought his last three games was really good. Even last game, I, to, I told Dave this before we started recording, before you guys came on, where although how bad the game was uh, against the Sharks, I thought Krebs was actually uh, played really well. He set up. Uh, I, I had a really good, a few really good setup that wasn't finished uh, by Lecision, and I think the other one was on Quinny. Uh, but he played well, in my opinion. I, I think he started to relax a bit after the mm-hmm. first few games because those first few games he was definitely trying to overdo it and try to be too impressive, and too fancy. And, but I think he just finally calmed down, relaxed, realized that hey, man, just just be yourself and do what you need to do. And, it's, it's funny you mentioned it because uh, I remember someone asked me on Twitter, it's like, hey, do you think Krebs did enough to uh, to earn his spot on the roster? And at that time I said, no, he's doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, after watching all of his games, like the first couple of games, he had like two really, really bad defensive zone turnovers. Mm-hmm. But it was also playing with a defensive core that was mostly AHLers for those couple games. So they weren't helping him out either. Um, and played with Howden too. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't I, help anybody. I also think what was really interesting yesterday is they started him on the fourth line. So I think they're trying to see if he can still play that same high skill level game with players that aren't as skillful. And I think we talked about it before, but everybody that he's playing with 
is still the most skilled player he's ever played with because kids coming from junior in the AHL. So if he's playing with fourth line NHLers, they're still more talented than he's ever played with or than anybody else. So I think, uh, I think it'll be interesting. I'm not confident he starts unless Wah and Carrier are both out. If they're both out, I think he does have a spot. If both of them are healthy, I don't think he has a spot. Well, I would I would play Krebs over Janmark just based on how shitty Janmark's preseason was. But obviously I, then move Janmark down to yeah. fourth line or something. Mm-hmm. I I what would upset me is that if they played Howden over Krebs. If they, I don't think they're going to. Yeah, no, I, I, I know that's I why I'm saying they haven't if they yet. do, if they do, it will upset me because that's the wrong decision. Like everybody could see it. You know, it's, I, it's pretty I, obvious. I, I, when we were talking about this in the chat yesterday. I mean, did we even really notice Howden at mm-hmm. all in any of the games? I thought at times I thought he was the worst player on the ice. He he was just like so Andrew's point earlier where he was playing with Howden. That was worst Krebs you've seen Krebs play when he's well. With and Howden. so I thought about it, too. And I looked at the way that the trade went with Howden. It's almost like they were just doing that to move around some things so that they could get Reeves on New York. Um, so I, and then maybe, maybe Vegas thought, Hey, this guy was a first rounder. Tampa had confidence in him. Maybe he'll do something different. Kind of like I, they're hoping with Patrick. Well, I, I, I actually believe it's more than that. I think they looked and they wanted to get another penalty killer that could play bottom six minutes instead of penalty killers that are up in their lineup. Once again, I think we covered this a couple of weeks ago he had like the third most shorthanded minutes of anybody in the entire league last year. So he's a very good penalty killer. Um, I just think they probably know what he is. I'm surprised he didn't play more, but if they didn't wave him today, they weren't waving him. I mean, he's staying on this, on this roster, whether he is on the opening night roster, as far as in the lineup or not, that's remains to be seen. I don't think he will be based on the last couple games of preseason, but I also wouldn't be, Super astonished if he's your fourth line center if Waz out. Uh, yeah, if, if Waz out, he's definitely there. I was going to say uh, quite a few healthy scratches for him. I think this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that he unless he looks really really bad or unless when Tuck comes back, there's just no spot for him. I don't think he makes it to the AHL this year. I think he stays. He's just always going to be there because he's going to be that fourth line center that penalty kills. Which is yeah. fine, I guess. I mean, it's basically just a shittier version of younger Bellmore. version of Bellamare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I, I would actually prefer to play Patrick Brown over Howden. To be honest with you, I, 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 I completely I agree. I wouldn't, not at all. Or not or for PKing. No, not, not for PKing. But speaking, I just... of, speaking of the point of PKing, though, having the bottom six players, uh, having them more responsibly uh, on the PKs. Starting to show because our PK has been horrendous in the preseason. Granted, in this preseason, they're probably trying to implement new systems and trying to get used to it and all that. They're working on the kinks. But the PK was just not good this preseason. And and it's funny because I thought our power play looked good. Like, there's movement. Uh, We had a few power play. Yeah, it looked better. Uh, We had good chances. Uh, I think the addition of Patrick and uh, Dadanov uh, helps uh, in that. But and I, I don't know. It's just weird. Opposite day, you know. So normally you can rely your PK and just the PK. Well, a couple things. Or, yeah, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. I was going to say part of it. You know, is a lot of these guys they know they're secure in their position. They're just going through the motions and just not giving a shit. I'm like, who cares about this? Just let me get my legs going. Get use the pace a little bit and just and go back and look at the uh the pairings themselves because there's a there's a bunch of different like things that happened over the course of the last uh the last couple um last couple games so McNabb got injured for those couple games he's he's one of the PKers Martinez was just taking time off so like a lot of the better PKers on the D side were like not in the same games together as they usually are so I think that had a lot of bearing on it well, I also think to, to Dave's point, Martinez isn't laying out to block shots on the PK. Yeah. Like even if he is, nobody is right. Nobody's trying to take a puck to the face to to stop a shot because it's a preseason game. So Except Mark Stone I, when he's trying to score. Yeah, I think I think it kind of plays both ways, Carlo. 
our PK looked worse because of that. Nobody's really going full bore. And our power play looked better because the PKs we're going against don't look the same because nobody's going full bore. So I would really, guys, I know there were seven games. Don't try to glean anything from the preseason because this team, probably more so than any other one, knew exactly what their lineup was going to be. Now there's a few spots with Carrier and Howden and Waugh and Krebs. Okay, sure. A couple people are playing for one or two spots. But we know who our top six def- defenseman is. Like, I don't care how good Marimanov plays or Coglin played or anything. It doesn't matter. They're not playing. So this team knew what their opening night roster was going to be with exception of maybe one or two spots. So nobody's really going out and doing anything. Pacioretty, Stone, Carlson, Smith, they all know exactly where they're going to be. So for them to go out and go- do anything other than just get their legs underneath them in the preseason, that's all you were going to see. Nobody remembers preseason records by time playoffs come around anyway. <laughs> uh, that is not true. That's, we, that's we, not true. Yeah, we do have – there is a media outlet that will remind us of the preseason records yeah, but everyone can every look year. Back. Everyone can go back and look on records. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, back to one thing I was going to joke around with. It's right. like I remember one year the Lions went 4-0 in the preseason. They proceeded yeah. to go 0-16 in the regular season. Preseason <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean jack shit. Nope. Uh, it only means for the people that's trying to uh, earn spots. And, that's what it really. And AJ goes. joked about this. There, there's actually a rule that you're supposed to play six preseason games, but the Carolina Hurricanes played four, <laughs> and there's no actual punishment that they don't play six. So it's a rule that's not a rule. So really, yeah, th- yeah. There's, in no, Montreal, there's no punishment. There, well, there's a theory the, that the Habs reported it to the correct. NHL. Just a, because of salt factor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new now, rivalry right there. Wasn't one of their, I love it. Wasn't one of their preseason games canceled, though, though too? Okay, I mean, even if one six, of them wasn't but... still fought. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if it was or not. But There was really... one game, I can't. I think it was with the Islanders. There might have been like Islanders in Carolina that was canceled okay. because they lost power at the arena. Okay. Yeah. I, I just uh, – I really wish that Vegas wouldn't play four home preseason games as a season ticket member because – you just got to pay for those tickets and I guess go like, okay, thanks. What's <laughs> still amazing to me is like the reason I know that new Vegas fans still have not figured out that preseason doesn't matter. is because we almost fill our 16,000 preseason yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, ridiculous. I mean, it could and, also and, be like people from out of town trying to catch a hockey game. Yeah. yeah but like, it also like some of the families too, that I know that went yeah. to games. It was their first time they ever went to a game because prices were cheaper. Yeah, yeah. It's more affordable. Yeah. It's the only time. Yeah. That, like, it's people complaining game. about, oh, it's like, oh, my God, we shouldn't be losing to the Sharks. We shouldn't be losing that team. It's like, those guys are actually playing for jobs. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Because it's a, it's a roster full of rookies for them now. So, like, mm-hmm. the, there's only a handful of people on the Sharks that know they have a spot for this season. So, like, if they didn't play their hearts out for these preseason games, it'd be a bad look for them. Yeah, yeah same uh, thing with the Arizona, right? Like, that, that's, yeah. a, that's a roster full of have-nots, right? Like, everybody that got traded there is somebody that their team said, hey, this is the worst contract on our team. You're going to Arizona, which is just the land of misfit toys or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah, but they, watch them they become got a, a new misfits there. But the rest of the roster is just kind of going to be. Oh, that that team is going to be difficult to play against. Like they, they're not good. Like make no doubt about it. I don't think they're good, but they are going to be difficult to play against because it's a bunch of people that have been told that used to be really good and paid really well. They're still getting paid really well, but they've been told you suck. So. Yeah. They'll be uh they'll be difficult to play against, but yeah, uh, preseason just to wrap that up doesn't matter. Vegas knew what their roster was going to be. Um, I guess to kind of move on from that, where does everybody stand on Krebs? Is he opening night or not opening night? Depends on injuries for me. Yeah, depends on the injuries. Uh, if if Wa is injured, I think he's in. Let's I don't assume Wa and Carrier can both play. Is he? I don't think he has a spot. No. Okay. No. So if no LTIR from WA or IR, I don't think it has to be long-term, um, then – no, it does have to be long-term to get the yes, cap space. It does. Yeah, so – Well, we're not using all of Tux. Yeah, I yeah, think we have – it's not yeah. – it's the numbers, not the cap, I think. Yeah. yeah, so we're not using all of Tux yet. So he could come up and even sit on the bench and mm-hmm. during that mm-hmm. time and still I – would, I wouldn't do that, though. He needs to play. No, no I'd rather play him in, in Henderson. Exactly. Okay, so here's the thing. We will see him as a group this week, or I guess next week, as this is released. Are we going to see him on Tuesday or Friday? 
Tuesday is the season opener for the Vegas Golden Knights, and Friday is the season opener for the Henderson Silver Knights. I, We're going to see him in person. When do we see him? Tuesday or Friday? It could be both. I actually see. I, I actually think he plays because I think I uh, think he plays Raza. both. I think he ends up there. Wa comes back before the end of the week. And he ends up in Henderson. No, I think if he plays, if he's opening night in in Vegas, I think he's Vegas all year. You do? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think he, if he, I think if he plays early, he's there all year. I think I think he will produce enough to not come out. I for, yeah. I actually don't believe he'll be in the opening night roster though. I hope he is, but I I don't really see it. Yeah, yeah, especially being waiver exempt. You know, he's yeah. I mean, he is waiver exempt, but you can send now how did please. So we know. So we know. Patches. The first line for opening night is probably set. It's going to be yeah. Patches, Stevenson, Stone for the I mean, first night. I, I think the top six is set. Yeah, Marchie Carlson, Smith, and then I think the I top nine. Put, I think your top nine is set. I think it's Yanmark, uh, Patrick, yeah. and uh, Dodonov. They've I already played that every time a game has started. They've played that that top nine. I don't think. I think if Krebs plays, I think Yanmark goes to the fourth line. I, would okay. I, I think it's. I, I disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's Krebs, uh, Krebs, Patrick, uh, Dodonov. So I, I, don't, I actually don't believe back. that. I just don't think that they will go with a third line that is not defensively responsible and there's no veteran presence. If Krebs I plays, I think he's going to play higher in the lineup and give Patrick and Dodonov somebody else that could play. I can see that. that they, the, the, the more responsible wing set. I just don't believe – that's why they like Yanmark there. Yanmark is a very good defensive winger. So I think that's why that third line is what that third you, line is. You know who Yanmark reminds me of a little bit? Uh, Carpenter. Like uh, defense, defensive uh, yeah. forward who – Who's more skillful, yeah. 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 If Yanmark if hits his stride like he has on other teams, he – He's actually a pretty okay producer too, and he's not going to be an elite level producer, but he'll give you yeah. twenty points a season or so. Yeah, I, I mean, I could, I, I don't know. I just think, I think that the fourth line is the only thing you're really talking about. Colasar set down there, obviously. Yeah, I think Colasar is the only one that's really pinned on that fourth line. Agreed. I, I, I would, I would personally just to give Krebs a spot and see what he does with that line. I would just put him on the fourth line with. It, with Colasar. It's funny you mentioned him being the fourth because the fourth line right now it's is different from any other year. He has more yeah, skill a, in my opinion. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're actually going to score this year. Yeah, it's not the Reeves Carrier duo uh, with a filler in the middle anymore. It's not your just hit hit everybody type of line. He has scoring upside if Colasar is able to finish. <laughs> um, but I. <laughs> To be honest with you, Colasar really impressed me in the preseason too. He's, I think, he's taking a step forward this season. Uh, hopefully, he can finally actually finish his shots. Uh, and he, if he does, he's gonna get double digits, in my opinion. He's he's not finishing his his other kind of shots though. I noticed um, he's definitely being more conservative about how hard he's punching because he could have he. It's when they seat, when he had that yeah. tangle the other game and they fell onto the ice, he just held his fist up like he was going to punch him in the face and he didn't. Yeah, I think it's also like it's preseason. Like, yeah, I don't want to hurt my hands. Yeah. Like this is my year. Really, really hard to hurt him. He's though. literally yeah. not fighting for a job. Yeah, Colesar knows he's in the roster. Um, he doesn't want to hurt his hand and kind of mess it up for himself. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I still, I, I, I will never crazy. forget the time he dropped somebody with a body shot, and and some he broke a jaw. Yeah, that too. Man, Colasar. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Colasar, to be honest with you. Uh, Well, my favorite thing is now he's taken over Reeves' behavior of just laughing in somebody's face after he fights them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, notice that. I can't wait for that game against New York, uh, Reeves and Colasar. Do you think think they'll square off if he's playing? I. I don't know. No, maybe. Chance, no chance. No chance. I don't. Reeves think so. won't fight anybody on Vegas. He, no. Reeves still loves Vegas. Yeah. Uh, no, I think. But to answer your question, Dave, I think they said that the Reeves injury is minor. Oh, it's it like is. Okay. yeah, it, yeah, it's but it's Turk serious. saying that he said that about everything. That's true. But no, well, he does. If it, it is a serious, he does say if it's serious. But he did. True, say but he said day to day, and he said that before, and it's been two months. So that was that was Pete. That was this. Uh, who who was no, it? Pacioretty. That was Pacioretty, and I was. I think that's more of a Vegas thing. That yeah, that's a Vegas thing. Where Kremen and McPhee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The Pacioretty. Oh, I... The whole Pacioretty thing last. Last. Uh, 
last year where he was he's day to day and then he's week to week and he's month to month and he's soon and it's been like three months. <laughs> and also, you know, I play. think you know I think people are going to be really surprisingly happy with this season is Brissot. Yes, I. Well, he had like two games, right? Yeah, but I think they're going to be surprised by how good he is because he was playing behind Winnipeg, which basically just doesn't feel like playing defense like half the time. And he was still putting up pretty decent numbers behind not great defense. So I think he'll do okay. Yeah, and he was behind Hellebuck, Hellebuck, one of the best goalies in the league. And he, I think he is, we talked about this before, he's a backup. I think we haven't seen it before, him taking number one uh, load. And he won't. Yeah, hopefully he won't. Uh, But, yeah. But he's the best backup we've had on. Yeah, aside from the Flurry well, Leonard tandem. Yeah, when it was Flurry well, Leonard. Yeah, I neither of them were backup. backup. Yeah, I agree. But, but yeah, yes, then, I mean, okay, is he better than Subban? Yes. Okay, there you go. There, that's, yeah, that's by a lot. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Subban, uh, Flurry just kicked him out of a job for pretty much yeah, the second time. He just got waived too, yep. <laughs> I saw that. I was going to say something about totally He's on a one-way contract this year, so he doesn't care. He's not, Yeah, he's not getting claimed either. No. I just, I just no. think he hasn't shown near enough. So no, I, the only thing I, that does kind of suck for him though is that that means that he gets sent over to Rockford, where all of that racism stuff happened pretty recently. So that's not good. But again, Chicago is a dumpster fire of an organization. So yeah, n- not much more to be expected there. Yeah, out of all the uh, out of all the. <laughs> the teams for for flurry to go to that's the one you're like oh man like everybody thinks nicest guy in the league right and he goes to a team that's being investigated for actual sexual assault against their own players which is did you see his his play where he went all almost got caught trying to go after the puck on the yeah on the board screenshot of it (laughs) and then he tried to he tried he almost made it back but he knocked the uh the knocking he net the net off and called the goal for a penalty it was a very flurry play, but people yeah. are like, "Oh, it's just flurry." That was a really bad play, flurry. Oh, my, yeah, my, my favorite one from the week was when everybody was so excited about the one glove save he made on Detroit. But if you look at the screenshot, he had had allowed four goals to Detroit, so everybody's like, "Oh, flurry's all, in midseason all on four. the power play." And I'm all like, the "Power play." And I'm sitting there going, "Guys, he's let four to Detroit. Let's not fucking." Now, so, now back on that though. Chicago's defense was shit in that game, though, too. So, and it always will be. They're they're going season. to be. That's that's the thing. He's look. He's gonna see some some. Everybody said he's better as he gets into a rhythm when he sees mm-hmm. a lot of shots. He's gonna see a lot of fucking shots this year, guys. Yes, so. yes. He's gonna fucking rage quit that team. <laughs> it's, like, it's all those all those on the power play too. It, it was amazing because Detroit's power play rage shit quit Black last year. <laughs> He's gonna make it into like December, and then just. What, what like, are you talking about? You. Bad defense, guys. They have their multi-million-dollar Seth Jones playing on defense. So that's a, this the Jones brothers. I, I don't know what you're talking about. The other Jones brothers out like four to six weeks with some sort of injury. So yeah. that that team's already gonna. I mean, whatever. Well, actually, that's a good segue. Is there anything else we need to wrap on? Uh, no, the, no. Uh, I, there was two two things, two kind of notable pieces, right? Um, the Dave Shane article did it come out yesterday or the day before yep. talking about uh, essentially McPhee came out and said, we stopped telling flurry and his agent what we were doing because every time we told him a team was interested, uh, the sabotage. Yeah. He would call the team. The agent would call the team. Alan oh, Walsh sh- would call the team and say, Hey, he's not coming to you. He's retiring. Don't make the trade. So at some point Vegas said, okay, we're not doing this anymore. So, I don't know. What else was in the article, AJ? Was there any other big notable pieces? Uh, just that our own uh, podcast member, uh, Mr. Carlo, had a really Wait. long-winded uh, quotation in there. Good job, <laughs> yeah. man. He is didn't the... even mention the podcast. And, yeah, didn't even mention you know the podcast or anything. The He's leader, just the most important oh, no, the, the administrator of a 33,000-member subreddit group. Look at him, buddy. This... I, hey, I just appreciate that you're willing to take your time out of your busy schedule and come and talk with our three jackoffs. Like, I appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> what busy schedule? I'm just there. It's like, nope, you're banned. Get out of here. <laughs> you, you, what did you say? Sharks suck? All right, you're modded. <laughs> so, so that was the one big piece of news. Obviously, it wasn't. I mean, 
who cares? It, people, unfortunately, had already made up their mind which side they were on. They're mm-hmm. mostly on the flurry side. We obviously we carry water for the for the Vegas Golden Knights, so we know what side we're on. So that's no big deal. Yeah, uh, the people next, aren't going to believe that in the first place. Yeah, yeah oh. of course. Even though it was, uh, I, I said that like three weeks to you guys privately before. So whatever. Mm-hmm. At least it was true. Um, and then the next thing um, was uh, Robin Leonard. Leonard. Yeah, the Leonard tweets from i think it was a week ago so yeah. we didn't yep. record last week but it got nhl or hockey twitter in a frenzy because he was just going after everybody i think there was one thing he did that he regrets and that was the naming of an actual sitting nhl the, coach the alan vino vino one yeah when he actually yep. said Bills. that because it, it got everybody assumed that he was saying oh this guy's giving giving uh pills out but it wasn't that and it just kind of got convoluted um, Especially with his language barrier. He sometimes yeah. the way that yeah. he'll write things, it doesn't fully make sense in English. So people read between the lines and it definitely looked like he said that the, the Flyers coach was the one he, doing it. But yeah. And from my experience, you know, trying to grade students papers have conditions like that too. It's like their writing is, is kind of similar too. So you tr- you actually have to go in and try to interpret instead of just reading what you see or heard. You go in and interpret and read between the lines instead of just what is a technically a garbled mess. Yeah. So, but I guess things what they see, but I guess overall, like what he said was right to call out because he wanted to start that conversation with the league. Like maybe Look, not the guys, greatest way to do it. <laughs> we we've all been fans of sports. You got look, I mean, how long ago was Friday night or was it Friday night lights or the varsity blues where they're literally like, it's been talked about for years and years and years that any professional sport or any high level sport that wants to get the most out of their athletes used some sort of pills or shots yep. or whatever. I mean, for fuck's sake, um, 90s baseball. Come on. Oh yeah. Forget about that. <laughs> 90s, yeah. Alec Martinez played the entire playoffs with a broken foot. Do we think that he didn't have any sort like, look, there was all even said he was on Trazadol the whole time. Like <laughs> so, the, he was okay. just getting a foot injection every yeah. day. Okay. So, it's very good that Leonard brought this to the forefront. I actually, other than the, the Vigneault thing, agree with how he did it because it was funny. Another thing, and look, just because you agree with some things that somebody says, you don't have to agree with everything. So we don't agree with everything that Alan Walsh is out there saying about Flurry. But I did find it funny during the dialogue of all this. He came out and said, I almost spit my coffee out when um, – Gary Bettman said that everybody has our phone number or there's a 1-800 phone number that you can call because <laughs> basically they don't want to talk to players unless it becomes a fire. So yeah. Leonard probably did get the right response yes. by doing it this way because he made it to where everybody yep. in hockey was talking about it. So he could have called the number. They would have said, hey, fuck off. So and two things I think that could potentially stem from this in a positive way, one of which might might be for Vegas. So number one, not for Vegas is – this might have helped with Carey Price getting whatever help he needed because he also went to the NHLPA yeah. and said he needed to take personal time off to deal with an issue. So Robin Leonard speaking out, maybe that helped him. I don't know that that's the fact, but Robin's been one of those people that's like, hey, if you're having mental health problems and you're a professional athlete, get the help you need. So yep. hopefully that's part of what – because it was like right afterwards that Carey Price is like, hey, I need to take a break. Yeah, it was like a week um, later. And then, uh, and the other piece though is that this whole thing started because of an article in one of the Buffalo news publications that must have really triggered Leonard that day, or he was texting with Jack Eichel or whatever, because he did it all on behalf of the issues going on with Jack Eichel's surgery and all that. And mm-hmm. knowing that Pat Brisson is also now Eichel's agent, wouldn't be a complete surprise if Eichel ended up here somehow. <laughs> if we, if we want to talk guys. about if we want to talk about the Eichel thing. The Eichel's down to three teams, right? Like yep. there's only three teams that can make a move for Eichel really at this point. Anybody can, sure, but there's really only three teams that probably will. And they're all in the Pacific. So either way, guys, as a Vegas Golden Knight fan, if Jack Eichel gets traded, well, when he gets traded, because he is going to get traded, you're going to be able to see him a lot. He's either going to Calgary, Anaheim, or Vegas. I don't know which one, but the Rangers just re-signed Mika Zibanejad this year for eight years at 8.5. So they are completely out of the running of that. It is. It's going to be I, a Pacific team. I think. While they're out, wasn't LA on the conversation too? They LA were. Has, point, yeah. They have consistently said they are not going to make that move, though. Mm. Yeah, they gave up on it like right at the start. And, um, I think, and, and when they signed um, 
uh, no, no, to, to that much money. I no, think no. the way – if Vegas do make a move, is he, is he going to be a, a Tampa Bay Lightning situation where he's going to be an LTIR yep. the whole season? No, it's going to be a it's, – it's a six-week move. So if oh. whoever makes the move is going to allow him to get the artificial disc replacement surgery. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole at all. But that is a six-week recovery time timeline. So if they make the move, he's back by the first of the year, essentially. So it will not be a full season LTIR. Um, so I, I don't know. I think the only way it happens for Vegas, Tuck has to go the other way. And, and if he does stand that surgery, else. it's got to be soon because, I mean, they're creating more and more dirt nerve damage in that area too, from what I've heard. Yeah, and, and, and the, craziest, the craziest thing about it, I think the article you're talking about is, is the fact that no teams were allowed to look at his medical records. Yep. And that's that's just really shady, in my opinion. Oh, Buffalo yeah. has played this wrong from the beginning. Yeah. Like we don't need to go once again. We we we've probably talked about that enough. I hope it happens, obviously. But yeah, um, the, Eichel's not going to be a saber. Last thing that I will say about it, though, is that I believe it's Pat Brisson that made those records available to other teams. No, the records are still not available. What they have done is gone out and got their own MRIs with the players yes, and made those records available. The records from the Buffalo Sabres are still not allowing people to see. Once again, Buffalo has 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 botched this from the beginning, so yes. that's that's terrible. So and and like imagine being Owen Power right now. Like yeah. he's going to do anything it takes to not play for that team. Does he stay in school for four years? Because that's yeah, all it takes. Because yeah. American born players, yeah, that would be awesome. If you're also, if Vegas is not trading Krebs, our next highest prospect is Pat Brisson's son. So no. I don't. Yeah, think... and that's not happening either. <laughs> like that so would yeah. really. That, yeah, he's not going to send Pat. I mean, he's poor not going to send Brisson his his son back Brandon, to yeah. Buffalo. Yeah. Poor, also, poor, poor Krebs. Can we just bring Brisson up only to play power play? Because he Dude, is. That was like three, I, two games, and he has three goals from that same same red the circle. Opposite, the opposite OV spot. He's is, got yeah, his own is he, is he the Martinez spot? Yeah, that's the Martinez. Yeah, this is a Martinez spot. But I think with his agent, I think he's even better. Martinez. His, his, he has one of the best shots I've seen in a while. Like it's yeah, heavy. But, it is a heavy, yes. heavy shot. No, but that's he, what they he drops his knee every like, time. Like, yeah. like he looks like he's gonna fall every time he makes yeah. that shot, and it goes in like almost every time. I I think uh, I think he signs after this year. I think I think they get him into into the into the roster. I would agree yeah. with that. I yeah. can see that happening. I yeah, actually say Vegas has. I mean, once again, we don't need to get into the prospects too much. Um, but Vegas has a lot of. Coming, um, up Cre- uh, Cor- uh, sorry, Morozov. Yeah, there's Morozov. Right. Yeah, Brisson. there's more, Brisson, especially in the forwards. There's Morozov, Brisson. Uh, oh, no, obviously Krebs right now is still very young. Yep. Uh, he's still considered a prospect. Dugan. Yeah, Dugan. Uh, Lecision's looking really good. Uh, and I don't know why Elvinus did not get a look at all this entire preseason. That that's what shocked me. Yeah, it's uh, it, something it was, at practice that he didn't like, I guess. Yeah, it, there, there's something, there's something there. I, mean, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what it'll be? But he, uh, he was really, really highly sought after uh, two years ago. But now it's just kind of he hasn't ever taken that next step. He when he first got here, he took that first step. He hasn't taken that next step. So, AJ, do you have a uh, ad read for us so we can uh, get into our projections? Yeah, so if you uh, don't live here in Vegas and you can actually do any kind of fun stuff with, uh, you know, DraftKings, go ahead and, and go for it. You know, definitely uh, <laughs> go check that out. Just not if you live here because you can't legally we some, like, get on there. We have some out of Vegas listeners, right? Yeah, we yeah, got we them, have, but they're have, like in different countries. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like <laughs> hey, Scott. <laughs> hey, Scott, go, go fucking do DraftKings if it's legal in like New Zealand. Chad. Wherever. Yeah. yeah. Chad was just yeah. in Vegas, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think, he, I think he's out of town, back out of town now. Yep. So, yeah. okay, well, if, thank hey, you, uh, you Brittany. Oh, yeah. Canada, yeah. Oh, that's Canada, though. I, I don't know yeah, she even listened to this podcast. Hey. Didn't Canada, Canada legalize sports betting, didn't they? Like, so, like, you I can just know. do normal sports betting there? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Hold on. If you can, can you bet on curling? Because that might be my new side hustle. That's true. I don't know, but like that, I mean, that isn't sport that, is just. This is brought that, to you by curling, by the way. Isn't that, that sport is Canada's, so interesting to watch? 
Is it a Canada national sport, not hockey, though? Yes. Curling, right? yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm telling you right now, curling, every four years, it's, I get really into curling, yeah. and then I forget about it. It's yeah. so, it's so like, interesting. It's kind man. of therapeutic to watch. Yeah. You see it, and they're, like, cleaning the ice in front of it so it goes a little bit faster. <laughs> and, and, and you clean it, like, in a, in a certain, certain direction, direction so it, it moves. It, it reminds me of people who come out right after, if it's really dead at a casino, and they come out right after you're, at, like, near somewhere and clean everything again. Yeah. Like, that's exactly I mean, what it reminds me of. I love playing those curling games, too, in bars, like the little, the little curling. Shuffleboard. Yeah, yeah, shuffleboard, yep. Yeah, shuffleboards, yeah. All right, well, yeah, you don't uh, get the you don't get the experience of the squeegee for that one, right? Not, not with that attitude. They have a little sand thing. You, you clean that yeah. up. <laughs> well, well. Th- thank you for listening to this uh, this week of Vegas Nightly, brought to you by curling. Okay, now let's get into our curling fries. Um, division by division breakdown and projections. Uh, where are we going to start, AJ? What conference? Uh, what uh, what division do we want to start? Start with the Metro, west. maybe. Let's do east to west. Yeah, let's do east to yeah, west. Start with the Metro. Well, if it's east to west, wouldn't Atlantic be first? Well, uh, do they have ironically the first... when Waddles land? Yeah, they're, they're all they're all mixed over <laughs> That's there. That's true. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Detroit and Ottawa and what's the most Atlantic? eastern team? Isn't it Montreal? The most eastern team? Montreal, Montreal or Boston? No, Montreal's more east than Boston. Is it? Because the the way the way the way the uh, the continent is shaped. All right, we're starting in the Atlantic. <laughs> okay. We're starting in the Atlantic, guys. It's right, right. alphabetical and further east. Okay. okay. Atlantic. Okay. Somebody keeping track of this. Boston. Yes, I I got it. All right. Uh, AJ's Boston. keeping Is it track Boston? of this. Oh, okay. Then that's okay. still the Atlantic. So we're good. No, it's not. Boston. Oh, yeah. Boston. Boston's <laughs> in the Atlantic. We're good. <laughs> right, I, you know, I keep going back to when they were in the I know. This week in history with Dave, they didn't used to be called. The Metro, Atlantic, Central, and Pacific. We used to have a Norris and all sorts of different divisions. It used to actually make more sense. Kind yeah, of. this one. Okay, whatever. Anyway. Anyways. So we are right, starting uh, in the Atlantic. Eric, you go first. Uh, am I giving you a one through eight or just one? Just one through eight, I guess. One through eight. Okay. I am going to go Lightning, Maple Leafs, Panthers, Bruins, Canadians, Senators, Red Wings, Sabres. All right, Carlo. Are you writing his out? Yeah. AJ right. said he was. Well, well y'all send me text later because I've already started making graphics. Okay. Yeah, cool. so, I, so to, to play that back, Eric, Tampa, Toronto, Florida, Boston, Montreal, Ottawa, Detroit, Buffalo. Yes. Okay. Buffalo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't, do this. don't do this again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hey, he Here's won what... that division doing it that way last year. I know, right? <laughs> Here's what we need to do. Are you doing a point system again, Dave, for us? Yes, I will. Okay. So what we should do is the loser has to buy dinner for the group. The second loser has to buy the drinks for the group. Yeah, sounds good. I can agree with that. I'll be so... second loser because I'm the only one that drinks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You'll be Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you just buy Sprite. Yeah. yeah, just buy me my Sprite. All right, there we go. All right, good. Um, All right, go for it, Carl. Okay. Uh, Tampa, Florida, uh, Toronto, Boston, Montreal, Detroit, Ottawa, Buffalo. All right, that's two for Buffalo at the end. All right, Dave, Detroit first, right? Oh, yeah, totally. No, Florida. <laughs> Florida wins the division. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, uh, I was debating on that. It's gonna because be Tampa doesn't need to win the division. They know what's important. So Florida, Tampa, Toronto, Boston, Montreal, Ottawa, Detroit, and Buffalo. And AJ is going to be Boston. <laughs> Boston's not going to be first this this time, but I'm going to be second. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, you can't pick them fourth. I'm gonna pick them third. So I'm gonna go Florida, Tampa, um, Boston, Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa, Detroit, Buffalo. Okay. Okay. There we go. Now right, we go Eric, to the Metro. Same order. You're up. All right, Metro. God bless. I don't even. This this is all yeah. screwed up. Okay, give me Chicago's Carol- gonna be first. Give me Carolina. Oh, wait, no, that's Central. Uh, yep. God, New York Islanders, 
Washington Capitals. Um, Jesus. Yeah, this is a Philly, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, New York Rangers, Columbus Blue Jackets. Ooh. Rangers, hello. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Islanders, uh, Carolina, Rangers, Pittsburgh, Washington. Columbus, New Jersey, Philadelphia. You got Philly being yeah. for the last? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Look at their goalie tandem, Merrick. <laughs> well, Martin Jones and Carter it, it all It all depends. It doesn't mean going to be bad. That's because Hart yeah. had a crash year last year. Yeah. It depends That's on the, if they – Now, if it was bad. Jones, yeah, yeah. They, they, they lost their superstar, <laughs> Nolan Patrick, so I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. That is true. They lost Goss Bear, too. That's right. Gossip Spares in Arizona. Like, I was at the game and I'm like, I completely fucking forgot that Gossip Spare was here. Hey, remember right. when we were all talking about getting that guy as a defender instead of Martinez? I'm glad that didn't happen. That's oh my true. God. Holy we, shit. We were all so wrong on Martinez. Like, that's yeah. the other thing. And I mean, so not wrong on Gossip Spare. Not, yeah. not, not to go off on a tangent, <laughs> but when the when the, the McGMs make a decision, you should probably fucking support it because they are way smarter than we are. Uh, I don't and think I was right, totally like, against it. I was against maybe two second round picks, but I wasn't totally against the deal. Also, uh, if we could go back, I would probably trade three second round picks for it. Like it was, <laughs> that's it's a steal. It was a deal, actually. Yeah, that was a hell of a deal. All right, so Islanders first, Carolina second, Capitals third, Rangers fourth, Pittsburgh fifth because you know they're starting out without Crosby and Malkin for a yeah, bit. Yeah, then Philly, then Jersey, and dead last Columbus. I could see Pittsburgh missing the playoffs because they're starting without their two best players. Is it isn't OV also hurt? No, he's fine. Oh, okay, he's dating. Yeah, it's something super minor. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. it's fine. I already made my picks. I, I, I put them down there because I thought OV was hurt, but it's fine. It's so fine. he's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So AJ, you gonna tell us yours or are you just gonna? Uh, New York Islanders, Carolina Hurricanes, New York Rangers. Washington Capitals are in fourth, then Pittsburgh, New Jersey, Columbus, and I think Philly's going to shit the bed. Okay, th- we got a couple Philly shit in the beds. I think we, I think what we all have in common is that Carolina and New York Islanders are top two. One or two, yeah. I think yeah. I'm the only one that Carolina won. Yeah. yeah I think Carolina's so. still got questionable goaltending compared to New York. Here's, here's, That's the only reason. Well, I they got Freddie. I He's better than anybody they've had. I don't disagree with that. Um, but – they, well, they lost your stud that you wanted from last year, too. Yep. In my opinion, uh, yeah, Dougie Hamilton, he's in New Jersey now. Um, I think that the Islanders are a playoff team, not a regular season team, because their system yeah. on, in a one well, game doesn't work yeah. the same as a seven game. That's the only reason why. But that I, I, don't need to, I don't need to justify why I picked them second instead of first. <laughs> okay, now we're, now we're off to the central. Uh, AJ, you can go ahead and put Colorado on number one across the board for everybody. No, 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 no. Nobody's I, not picking. No, Carlo's going to pick Chicago. No, no, no. no, no I'm no Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. No is okay. in there. Guys, he's going right. to carry this team. Give me Colorado. Give me the Winnipeg Jets. Give me the St. Louis Blues. Give me the Minnesota Wild at four. Give me the Predators at five. The Stars at six. The Blackhawks at seven. And the Coyotes at eight. Only because, Only because of the Kachinas. Only because of the Kachinas. Nashville that high up because he got Cody Glass. Hey, Cody Glass is going to be their third line center. Maybe their uh, second line center. First line center. Superstar. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So I'm going with the Colorado Avalanche uh, for first. Uh, Minnesota Kaprizovs uh, for second. <laughs> uh, the St. Louis Blues at third. Uh, Dallas Stars at fourth, Winnipeg Jets at fifth, uh, and then Nashville, then Chicago. You forgot Arizona. Yeah. Uh, oh, where's... and Arizona last, obviously. Okay. It's easy to forget about Arizona. <laughs> Sorry, Corey and Richie. Yeah. Or yeah. I'll probably get yelled at for that, but who right, cares? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Colorado first, Winnipeg second, Minnesota third. 
I was debating back and forth on this one for fourth, but I'm going to go St. Louis fourth and then Dallas fifth, then Chicago, Nashville, and then the Coyotes. All right, let me take a look here, and I will see if I want to make any changes to what I had. Yeah, so I'm basically, I think I'm going to, i hesitant to put Winnipeg at second. I don't know how I feel about that. Just don't feel like they're going to be second, but I can't think the, of who would they be. They got the fighting Hellebucks. That's true. I should have said, hold on, hold on. Keep in mind, I forgot to mention this before we talked about any of the Canadian teams. They have the Nate Canadian Schmidt, teams dude. have a built-in advantage because anybody that's not vaccinated in the United States can't fucking travel <laughs> there. So, Yep. True. However, they have Nate Schmidt as a defender, so... Oh, yeah. man. Superstar. I think... All right, I, I'm... Oh, God. All right, I, this is what I'm going to do then. All right, so Colorado, Minnesota, Winnipeg, St. Louis. I think Flurry's going to help Chicago get to fifth. And then Nashville, Arizona, Dallas. I think Dallas is going to shit the bed. Wow. Dallas, wow. That's a I put Dallas in a playoff position, too. Wow. All right. And now we're on to the uh, Fighting Pacific Division, which is going to be – Oh God, I don't know how many Sisters of the Four. I think we I think we all have the same top two, right? Well top yes. one's gonna be Vegas. Top one for sure. Everybody's picking Vegas. We are homers, so yes. understand that. Hey, they're the but, they're the odds on favor, but we are also homers. So we all, we all know who's number two also, right? I'm picking Edmonton number two. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's Edmonton. it's obvious. We we've been saying this this whole time. Is is it's a two team in the rest. All right, give me the flames three. The Kraken four, the Kings five, the Sharks six, Vancouver seven, Ducks eight. Okay. Uh, I have the top two, Vegas Edmonton. I'm going to have the Vancouver Demcos at third. Uh, And then Calgary at fourth, uh, the Kraken at fifth. And then... uh, Anaheim. No, no, Los Angeles, Anaheim, the San Jose. You got San Jose eighth. Yep. You think they shit the bed with with? You think they're trading Hurdle and just going into full yep. rebuild mode? Mm-hmm. I don't yes, think Kane's please. gonna play. Yes, do I don't that. Think Kane, I don't think Kane's gonna play. I don't think. And then Hurdle comes here. I don't know that Kane ever. Look, we can't have Eichel and Hurdle, buddy. And, and you got to remember, take, Kane, hurdle, Kane was their best player last year. Like hands down, their best player. Yeah, yeah. and if he's not going to play, that's that's just. Although to be fair, they do have a huge upgrade at their goaltending. But they're playing without their best player, which is which he is a dirtbag. Yeah. So also, like, can he go a week without another? Um, scandal. Yeah, like he can't. He can't make it. I was going to say one of the funniest tweets I've seen in a little while here was that Vander Kane has collected the uh, Infinity Stones of trans bad transactions. Yeah, <laughs> it was Ass Hattery. He's one Infinity Stones. Ass Hattery. That's right. Ass Hat. Ass Hattrick. Asterisk. Uh, I, it, uh, it sounded better in my head. Yeah, I, I that was one right. of the one of the only tweets in a long time that I've actually full on like belly laughed from. Like I saw that and I could not <laughs> stop laughing. Uh, right, Dave, so, what, what's your? Uh... Yeah, so we uh, as we said, Vegas first, Edmonton second. I went back and forth on this one, but I'm going to stick with Vancouver third, Calgary fourth, the Kings fifth. Even though they're not going to have Byfield, Seattle sixth. Sharks seventh and Anaheim dead last. All right, give me a second. I want to think about this for a minute here. I'm I'm going a little bit different. All right, so I think it's going to be. I don't think Calgary is going to have a good season. Um, so I said, Vegas, Edmonton, Seattle, L.A. Vancouver, San Jose, Calgary, Anaheim. Calgary seven. And Seattle's going to have play great defensive games this year, but I just don't know where their scoring is going to come from. Besides, we still, like maybe we still have the same thing for Vegas. Yeah, that's why I put them at third. <laughs> I feel like they're going to be better than we. That Vegas's scoring is still going to be better than Seattle's. Yeah. Well, I, 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 well, I wonder if. 
Are you sure? I wonder if they're going to have a William Carlson. That's, you know. I mean, Gord, Yanni Gord's up for how long? No, he should be back. Yeah. He'll be back. Okay. Yeah. He might not play Tuesday, but he, he might only be a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was going to be like extremely long term, but I thought he'd be out maybe till like November or something. I'm excited though that the home opener for us is also the first game ever for Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's actually so really pretty cool. Yeah, yeah the two. Yeah, and Eric, I'll, I'll make sure we get the get some pucks because you know there's been pretty valuable items for people too. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, I'll, I'm definitely gonna pick up some stuff from for that that is game specific for that one. That one's a cool game to be at. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that that one for sure. And then yeah, uh, it's gonna be a fun game. And then all four of us will be at a game in uh, later in October too, because Carlo, you're coming with me to that that uh, Isles yep. one. Sounds well, good. I won't be there. Are we all going to? Oh, that's right. You're not going to be at Henderson on Friday. Yeah, we're going to Henderson on Friday. We're all going to the Henderson opening. I like Eric. I like the idea that we'll carpool together too. So I should, I should be back here. So AJ, if you want to drink, you can because you know I don't, I don't drink. So if you want to just meet here, we can. Yeah, yeah, because we all live like within what five minutes of each other or so. For the the most part. Yeah, it's it's crazy. We all beat each other. On Twitter, and we all live like five minutes from each other. <laughs> Coincidentally, nobody yeah. lives in like the other side of Vegas. Yeah, yeah you're like right next to that Arby's I was bitching about last time, and then yeah, and I'm like, hey, that Arby's is down my like the same Arby's I go to. <laughs> I will end off with for all of those Vegas listeners. We live in the Southwest, and can I just say the fucking construction in the Southwest is obnoxious right now. It's, it's never going to end. We are the fastest part of growing part of the valley. You can't leave my house without hitting construction. No, nope. Fort Apache fucked up. Durango yep. fucked up. Mall fucked up. Arby fucked. Like literally. Oh, can't wait leave my until house they start building Durango Station. Oh, they've, oh. Already, they've already started. By the way, they've already started. They don't yeah. broke ground yet. They're doing the stuff around it. Yeah. And the, and there's a shopping center going in across the street that they're the building. The commons, at, yeah, and that's that's yep. on uh, that's on Durango across the street. Yeah, no, the Durango is already three lanes wide. It is not going to be enough. Like it's going to be fucked up. So anyway, I know the the people that are still listening. Thank you for still being here. Buzzes around and Chad and mm-hmm. all you guys. We don't need yep. to talk about Vegas traffic and Vegas it, construction. We all know it sucks. It's <laughs> terrible. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for curling for being our official sponsor this week. We appreciate it. You are a fantastic sport. Thank you, Ed. And yeah. yep, and we're good. So we'll uh, see you next week. Thank you, curling.